This is the Your Harrogate Podcast. Now, please welcome your host, Nick Hancock. Well, here we go again. We've reached Fry-Yay, another Fry-Yay on the Your Harrogate Podcast, sponsored by Hacks, with me, Nick Hancock. And thank you so much for listening. Thank you if you've subscribed to our podcast and you get it every single day. That is good. And don't forget our other podcast we've got going on is our Countdown to Santa song which is available at yourharrogate.co.uk. Today we are talking oh, all sorts of things. We're talking naughty elves in Harrogate. We're talking what you can get up to at Stockholm Park. We're talking about Christmas trees in Summerbridge. It's all coming up with our special guest from Harrogate International Festivals. It's Sharon Cannavar. Sharon, welcome back. How's your week been? actually although I feel like I've been run over by a truck today I did that horrible thing of checking an email just before I went to bed last night and getting one of those ones that you then worry about all night long knowing you can do nothing about it and every time it happens you're like why did I do it why did I do it and then obviously it's all fine now but I just feel incredibly rough I've clearly showing my age I used to be able to sort of survive on about three hours sleep but anyway There's how about your week how's it going well, do you know what? I, I'm sort of with you because I've I've felt really tired this week for no for the first time in ages. I've just felt really, uh, yeah. You wake up in the morning and you sort of feel like you've been dragged through a hedge backwards. So I, I I thought it was I thought it was sort of the time of year with because it just that the amount of things you have to do just ramps up, doesn't it? This time of year, yeah. So I don't it's know. It's because the end's in sight as well, though, isn't it? It's that whole you know that Christmas is. I suppose in your sort of uh, gig, a bit like mine, that Christmas is probably the only time where everybody just disappears. So even if you were to check your emails in one of those kind of habit things, nothing's coming in because everybody else is off as well. So that I think people have, you know, those that have worked all the way through particularly, and even those that, you know, haven't, they're just clinging on to normality, family, having a bit of nice time at home where actually they're not at home for any other reason apart from the fact, you know, the Christmas tree's on, there's Christmas telly, you know, fires on, mince pie eating, what's not to like? There's so much faff around Christmas, even, even our COVID Christmas. And like, just thinking of, I think I'm, I think I'm slightly stressed at the thought of everything outstanding to do. So even just the thought of getting everybody's address for the Christmas cards, which I was still banging <laughs> on about yesterday, still not done. <laughs> Do you know what though? I had a tiny panic because for the first time, because normally I'm pretty chill about Christmas, but for the first time today, because um, I work in town, you know, I've, I've always been able just to nip out and get a few bits at lunchtime and you just top up sort of over November, December. Obviously November was a write-off, but today was absolutely heaving. People were queuing to get in the shops, all of that stuff. And I queued outside one shop for about 20 minutes. I'm like, this is what it's going to be like for, you know, I'm going to have to be like a ninja and getting in there really early doors and doing a sweep and getting out again. But for the first time today, I was like, oh no, this is going to be horrendous. I used to, I used to announce on Stray FM that roads were closed so I could, so I could just nip in and do my, I said, I'm, Shut afraid up. That, I'm afraid that they're going to be closing James Street between nine and nine. <laughs> but just straight, straight in there. I also, also quite often, no, nobody ever found out about this. I often, quite often used to record my last half an hour so I could go and get a haircut early. <laughs> do, you know, 
That's what, well, I hate, do you remember when Chris Evans used to do the Virgin show the first time round? He used to pre-record his first hour, didn't he, before mm. he came in. Did you do it then at straight and get that last half an hour and your would, belt I'd and always, escape? I was always there at the beginning, but but often, often uh, in the car on the way home at the end. Um, yeah, I, um, yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? Quite a lot of, I think, I think Chris Tarrant quite famously recorded quite a lot of his programme on really? Capital. But... But you sound too awake, you see. The thing about the thing about when you hear if you're ever up at six and you hear I mean breakfast presenters sound rough look even rougher, but sound rough. It's the gravelly voice, but isn't yeah. it? But I suppose it's that I'd always worry that something momentous would happen and you'd be happily dribbling on about, you know, isn't this <laughs> exciting? And then someone really important would have died or something, you know, yeah. that whole balance. Did you ever sleep in? I always used to think about you when I was doing that because I used to come in at sort of 8.30, which was, you know, even trying to get school run done and get across Harrogate traffic was a nightmare. So yeah. I was, how was when it I, um, When I was young, I used to sleep in all the time, but never once I had children and once you have sort of disrupted sleep, I never, I never slept in after that. But before that, I remember before Stray FM, when I worked somewhere else, um, I slept in for a Saturday morning program that started at 10 o'clock. I didn't get there till 11. <laughs> Those were the days. Those were the days. But it, it certainly, it certainly got harder with all the nights out. And, and funny, the thing about, um, it's so funny about feeling tired this week because last week I was sort of saying to people, oh, I've never felt so fresh this time of year, you know, with obviously the lack of, there's just always <laughs> you a night out. Did you, have a, oh. did you have a glass of wine? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I mean, you always had, and, and didn't someone always have like a cold by the time you get to Christmas, that rundown thing? But it's totally weird, isn't it, this? Because you'll be like me. There's loads of kind of drinks do's and Christmas do's and there's sponsors and advertisers and all that kind of stuff. And you used to get, you know, you could never get to even 70% of it, but your diary was pretty rammed with stuff all the way through. And that even now, I think I've maybe got two things in. And even, you know, I'm going to be freezing because I'm going to be outside. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to take my sloppy dress and a dry robe to, you know, stay warm. But yeah, it's totally weird not having that whole kind of ramping up to going out and having a, you know, because then you see everybody. That's the lovely thing about Harrogate is you go out and you catch up with all these people that you just haven't seen for months because everyone was so busy. I'm definitely going to miss that, I think. Mm, absolutely. And that's the, the the tricky bit in tier two. If you've got to be outside with, with other people is you really do need to be a few wines in, you know, just to have the beer coat on, don't you, really? I'm, I'm all ready for the mulled wine early doors now, though. No, normally I'm very, you know, like, oh... It's nice, it's all right, but Christmas Eve, you know, you can start drinking it. But now I'm already for the, you know, the hot chocolates, the mulled wine, anything hot with alcohol, and I am good to go right now with that. But yeah, that is very yeah, that's for sure. But no, different social life this time round. So we're talking about Christmas, aren't we? And there's lots going on. Have you managed to take your kids down to the Great Yorkshire Show yet for their Santa experience? No, that's one that is on the list. We did Stockel Park, which is amazing. Last Friday, was, that's very. I was going to ask you about that. Was I've seen loads of pictures come up. Was it how how did they work it all with the whole COVID situation and everything? Because the pictures look absolutely stunning. Oh well, there's I mean there's some really good news off the back of COVID. Uh, first of all, the maze, they've had to make one way. So I don't know if you've ever been to the maze at Stockholm <laughs> before. And got I nearly a... cried. It was yeah. horrendous. We've, have we all had an experience where you're in the maze actually thinking you are going to have to call for help? Yeah. <laughs> and like the younger your children are, I remember doing it when uh, my daughter was a baby and thinking, oh, Christ, we can't, you know, she needs to be fed. We can't stay in here much longer. Anyway, the maze, I can report, 
I don't think this is a selling point that they're going with, but I'll tell you, the maze being one way makes it so easy. You can just fly around. So that's lovely. And then, and then it's socially distanced through the Enchanted Forest. So we went at about, I think it was five, five o'clock we were there um, yeah. on Friday night. So, um, so oh, there was only, I mean, there was maybe, talking of queuing, this was a reasonable queue. There was probably three or four families in, in the queue for the, for the time. Everybody's booked for a time. And then, and then you just let the first people set off sort of two minutes before you and then everyone's yeah. socially distanced. But it's, it's, um, yeah, it's really good at nighttime in there and, and um, by the lake and everything, it's uh, pretty spectacular. So I would, that is one I would thoroughly, thoroughly recommend. And, and I, don't, I mean, to be honest, I don't think you need to have kids. I think it's just a really, again, I think if you want something different to do for, um, for being outdoors and stuff, it's a really good one. Every year they seem to go one better with that as well, don't they, in terms of lifting it. So I'm really pleased they've managed to get that going. And then there's the showgrounds. You know, I just looked before uh, we came online, um, just have a look and see how their tickets are going. And loads of slots are sold out. So if that's something you're thinking about doing or wondering about, I'd definitely go and have a look at that. That's the Santa experience at the showground. And I think, you know, to support a, an organisation like that, they are a charity Great Yorkshire Show and Countryside Live, all the things they do throughout the year, for them to have got this off the ground, which is totally beyond what they normally do year to year, you know, credit to them. And, I, I, you know, it's local. You don't have to drive too far out of Harrogate to get to it. I'd totally have a look at that for uh, some Christmas fun this time around. And we've still got our North Pole Post Office. Mm. Very and I started helping Santa with some of the letters yesterday. Um, and we've had nearly a thousand letters and oh, oh my god a thousand oh don't wow. it's slightly it's slightly insane but it's um so there's there's letters that come um and they've got a little letter from a you know their their doll and it's a tiny tiny envelope that's also written in tiny letters and then there's some horrendous people who put just glitter in so my desk is just kind of glitter tastic all the way around <laughs> and then there's letters from grown-ups nick in there there's oh. one to Mrs. Santa Claus all about love. And there's another one from a chap saying that he wishes it could have been better this year for his family and wishes them, oh, just honestly, why you know, we, why crying emoticons um, all over the place with that one. Why don't you, why don't we um, anonymously read some out like next week? Don't you think that'd be quite <gasps> nice? Can we, we do, do that? that? Why don't, why don't, um, why don't we record this at the office next week and we'll record, why don't we record a couple and maybe would some of your team do it as well who are in and we could. Uh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally. No, I if we get a day. We have a whole mini series out of that. That'd be, that'd be quite nice for sort of maybe the 23rd and Christmas Eve and all that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. Well, just let us know. But honestly, it's just mm -hmm. some of them are gold and there's the whole, um, everyone wants to know how the elves are coping with social distancing. <laughs> there's kids who've got you know a better lifestyle than me with their wish list of all the stuff that they want <laughs> and, then, and then there's you know I just want some coloring crayons and I hope I've been really good and just some really you know if you're going to have a look at some Santa letters there are the ones to go and then today just I was leaving the office there was a um I don't know what nursery it was, but they've all got the little like, baby hives on. They were singing carols around the box. And oh, so we put the snow machine on for them. And they, all the kids were, oh, as it started, proper excitement. So. That's one of my favourite things. You see that quite a lot in Harrogate, don't you, where there's a, a nursery having a little trip out. I like, they, also, they seem to attach all the children to each other, don't they? <laughs> it, it sounds like it should be really horrendous, but it is the cutest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. These kids must be, what, three or four. And oh, but this, you know, it, they do... 
whatever that nursery is, they're really great at getting people out and about. And I think they've had a couple of different trips, and some of the letters are super sweet. So, so, yeah, how, so that's long, been really how long fun. can we still come and visit the, the post box for? Well, the box will be there until the 24th of December. Um, but Santa is obviously going to get start getting busy in the week in the run up to it. So, you might not get a response after that. But, you know, certainly over the He's next busy. couple of days. He's got a lot. He's got a lot to do. I know exactly. And these, you know, socially distant selves have slowed the production lines right down. Let me tell you. Mm, so that's that one. And then the final thing, just to talk about, is uh, talking about elves. Is that the Harrogate elf is coming to town? Um, so just keep an eye out for that over the next uh, couple of weeks. Something a little bit different, very exciting. But that's something the Harrogate bid are doing. So um, even I don't know that much about it. It's been kept under wraps so much, but. I believe tomorrow could be the day to watch. So that's Friday and then over this weekend. So lots to go at and uh, lots to look at from a Christmas perspective, which is really nice. What can you tell us about that, Sharon, without giving anything away? What can you tell us? Well, this elf is quite large and he's going to get up to all sorts of mischief, is what I understand. Um, and <laughs> his mischief making starts tomorrow. Right. Lovely. I think that's all we need. That's all we need. That's a good tease, isn't it? Um, <laughs> oh, I do like all this stuff. It's great, isn't it? I like the fact that we've got, I mean, I think it, um, it feels, you know, sometimes with Christmas, you feel like it's a bit going through the motions, whereas it actually genuinely feels totally different this year, which I quite like. Do you know what? It's interesting because uh, we went and got our tree last uh, Saturday. So we go out to Summerbridge. And you can tromp round and choose it, and then they chop it down for you, which is really great. But it's full of, you know, really excitable kids at the beginning who by the end are so harassed that they've had to walk around this field 18 times because the mom cannot decide this one or this one, this one or this one. And there's a really kind of brusque Yorkshire typical farmer who just takes the mick out of everybody that goes in it. You know, every family and he's like, choose the first one you look at because that's the one you're coming back to. And every time yeah. he's right. So, but honestly, Nick, you should see my tree. It's obscene. I think I live at Castle Howard the top of it is bending over you know i live in a victorian terrace which has got really high ceilings anyway but nothing compared to the size of this tree honestly we can't see the telly the branches are coming out so far it's ridiculous <laughs> i love that i love that i don't was there ever a moment where it wasn't going to fit in the car or uh oh don't <laughs> no i can't tell you because if someone listens to it, it's a proper grown-up they'll tell me off for how we got home with the children and stuff right. yeah <laughs> <laughs> exactly have you got your tree up do you go real or fake them yeah we 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 go real um but we 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 got we always choose we always choose the sad one we always choose the sad one that we think that um <laughs> my mum and dad do that and they spend the whole of christmas going why did you get that one yeah we always pick we always pick the unloved one so yeah we did uh, when did we do all that we did all that last last weekend where um we'll decorate the the tree together but then you can see Sarah is sort of itching and you know that she's just going to wait till we've all gone or back at work and just change it all to how it would be more aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> I've got a genius idea because we've obviously got loads of, you know, the kids bring home kind of, you know, CDs covered in glitter yeah. that over the years. So I've got stuff from Ben, he's obviously 15 now and he was dinky and Grace is seven, he's still bringing this sort of stuff home. And obviously you keep it because it's meaningful, but it does not go with my aesthetic. Um, so I said, to, I let Grace do the window side 
to the bow side and all the important stuff goes on that side because actually you know I only want the bit that I see in the room to be looked at so she was so excited that she was going you know it's going on the front so everyone can see it mummy I'm like totally that is it so that's how I got around that one this year I'm absolutely oh. delighted with that little gem I tell you one day she'll know Sharon thank she you she won't ever know it's fine <laughs> if she listens back which she probably won't thank you so much for your time and yes we'll do we'll do letters to Santa next week that'll be absolutely lovely oh I'm excited you've got sleep still Santa and we've got Santa to letters too so lots to go that's really exciting thanks for having me babe the what's hot guide with doorsdirect.co.uk for me to measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors visit doorsdirect.co.uk Hello and welcome to your Friday edition of the What's Hot Guide, a look at some of the best festive events coming to the Harrogate area in the build-up to Christmas. Now, we mentioned last week that Santa will be making a special appearance at a showground near you, and his grotto isn't going anywhere. Santa first appeared at the Great Yorkshire Showground for a meet and greet with families last weekend, and now he's here to stay. You can get booked up to pay him a visit every day from tomorrow, so that's Saturday the 12th of December, right up until Christmas Eve. Just head to the Yorkshire Showground website to book your slot beforehand. And What A Movie are bringing a drive-in cinema to Ripley Castle next weekend, showing some of the classics of festive cinema to get you in the Christmas spirit from the comfort of your own car. Now, they'll be showing Elf, Home Alone and Die Hard, among other films. And we've actually got some half-price vouchers for the event if you head to the shop section of our website. Now, you pay for the car and not by the person, so you can pack your whole household in to watch the film together. Just head to the Your Harrogate website for your discounted tickets. And that's it for this week's What's Hot Guide. I'll be back on Monday for your next look at some of the upcoming festive events around Harrogate. But until then, check out the What's Hot Guide on the Your Harrogate website. That's yourharrogate.co.uk. The What's Hot Guide with doorsdirect.co.uk. For made-to-measure sliding wardrobe doors and interiors, visit doorsdirect.co.uk. Thank you very much to Little Ben with the What's Hot Guide. Thank you to our guest today, Sharon Canavar. And thank you for listening to the Your Harrogate podcast. If you missed any of the other ones this week, we had Simon Cotton on talking about the brand new restaurant in town, the Pickled Sprout. We've also had oh, Top Turkey Tips with Steph Moon yesterday. It's all available at yourharrogate.co.uk. All thanks to our sponsors, Hacks. Now, have a fabulous weekend and I'll see you next week.